This is Work of the Beat. Monday, January 6, 2009. I'm sorry, 2020. I did that the other day, too. I'm sure you'll probably do it again. It's Kevin Cooney and Mike Kern on the morning after, or the evening after, uh, 24 hours after the Eagles' elimination at the hands of the Seattle Seahawks. Same score as last time, 17-9. Circumstances a little bit different, and we'll get into that. Most of the show is going to be dedicated to that. There is no guest today, to be honest, because we're like you. If you've probably at your at work today or, you know, at the coffee shop or the Wawa or whatever, this has been the main topic of conversation. I'm guessing is a pretty safe bet, Michael. And uh, kind of what was your initial thoughts after that one? After the game or after the play or after? after it, let's start with after the game. Well, I didn't think they were going to win after. I, I, I mean, I will say this notion that they would have won had Wentzak got hurt. Calm down, people. Please calm down. It's not a conspiracy against the Eagles. I'm sure we're going to get into this. Uh, I I implore everyone to read Bob Ford's column in the Inquirer today. Bob trying to be the voice of reason, which is so often long. It's football. It happened. It's a game. Whether whether it was Clowney's intention to hit him, whether it should have been a 15-yard penalty, would not have if they'd thrown a flag, it would not have changed the outcome of the game in all likelihood. Um, will Clowney get fined? I have no idea and I don't care because it doesn't matter to me. He wasn't getting thrown out of the game, so there wouldn't have been that. And quite frankly, when the play happened, nobody really, you know, made that big of a deal about it. Yeah, there's a lot of layers of the onion to peel back here. So I mean, I agree with you that Look, with the Eagles have had a much better chance with Wentz in the game. It's a 50-50 game. And if Wentz plays, I think they had a 50% chance of winning the game. And that's good. It's more more chance than you have. And I give McNown all the credit in the world. I mean, the Eagles, I guess the theory is that the Eagles would have, people saying the Eagles would have won the game because Wentz would have been better in the red zone than McNown. Well, a lot of things could happen. As Bob Ford pointed out, once again. And and to be honest, the backup quarterback wasn't bad. Well, But given what they would have tried to do on offense, as Bob pointed out, maybe they would have had a couple turnovers because may- you don't know what would have happened in that game. It was a second. Maybe the Eagles win by two touchdowns. Right. I don't know. But somehow. I do feel robbed that we don't see the end. I, robbed in a sense, I, not, not of. That's a different. Oh, my God. That, I mean, as a football that's fan. That's a different sentiment. We all feel robbed. Carson should feel robbed because he has, still hasn't played in a playoff game. Mm-hmm. Four years into his career. And what you're going to be left with is what he did the last four games. With nothing against bad teams. It was good. It was good. He played well with nothing against bad teams. Would it have been enough to be? Yeah, the Seahawks might have done things differently too. Um, had Wentz been playing. Um, you don't know. We'll never know. It's a, But it's like saying, well, if Alshon catches that pass last year, the Eagles were going to beat the Saints. We don't know that. We don't know if they would have won that game. They might have. They might not have. So, but Phil, but because we're in Philadelphia, I get it. We're Eagle fans. This is an Eagles town. 98% of people are going to think, and maybe he did do it intentionally. I don't know. But I'm just saying is, it happened. It's football. And by the way, I'm not blaming Carson whatsoever, so don't take this the wrong way. What does Russell Wilson do? Slide feet first. Every single... Oh, he's a former baseball player, yes. I don't care if he's a former hockey player. Does, Carson, a- okay, if you are going to go head first, and I'm not saying that's the way he plays. 
he, he was going for a first down, I believe, if I remember. Well, it was a screen pass. He was trying to push yardage up on like uh, a, on okay. a third down. So play. he wasn't okay. Wasn't close to a first All down. I'm but saying just is, to get extra if yardage. you're going to go head first, you are a live target. It doesn't mean you can get hit in the head. It means you could get hit in the head. It means bad things could happen to you. If you slide, nothing can happen to you. Now, that doesn't mean he wouldn't have got hit if he slid. Now, let me correct you on one thing, okay? The rule, I know what you're saying, that if you if you throw yourself forward, it used to be that you necessarily were not, you were not giving yourself up. There used to be the rule was that you were not giving yourself up if you fell forward. Mm-hmm. That was changed two years ago to okay. where if you go forward, but it's more dangerous. Did he look, I, did, did, let me ask you a question. Did he look like he was giving himself up? Well, I mean, he's on his way to the ground. Okay. Wait, and he's well short of the first down. Kevin, we could sit here and debate this. But you're asking, you're asking uh, a player. That, that's a, fine. That's no, fine. No, but you're asking a player on the other team to know that he's giving himself up too. And all, that's where the, all I'm saying is if he slides, there's no doubt. There's no doubt what his intention is. There's no. I'm, I'm not blaming Carson. No. I, I don't mean this to blame Carson or to absolve. It's Clowney. something he has to work on. It's his fourth year in the league. I but think. Mike, I point. think this is also a, a trend among quarterbacks of this generation. Now I know Wilson. Wilson's different because Wilson did have the baseball back. Okay. Okay. Mahomes doesn't slide like that. Then, uh, then, Lamar Jackson then, doesn't slide like well, that. Lamar Jackson's a different animal. But but I'm just saying. Then, there but is- then when this happens to them, and it might, or then then I don't. All I'm saying is there is a rule in effect that you can slide in. I'm also not well, saying, but it's the same rule again. It, it it is, but it isn't, Kevin. It is, but it isn't. Because when you're diving, I don't care what you say about he's giving himself up. You're still diving. There, there's that there's that intent that I, I could get more yardage. I got at least, if nothing else, I got to hit the guy because he's going down and he could still keep going if I don't hit him. All I'm saying is, look, we can make, if if the situations were reversed and Wilson got hit like that, would it have been a flag? Maybe. I don't know. Maybe Carson doesn't get the respect yet. I've seen some fouls called on Carson this year where a guy like barely hit his, you know, and he got a 15-yard call. Okay, fine. But I'm not blaming. I'm just saying no. is it's football. And, and please read Bob Ford's call. I, anybody that listens to this, just read Bob because Bob basically lays it out there that yeah, it wasn't good. Aside from the play, and we'll get into this later. This is what I want the second portion of the show to be. The first portion I kind of want to deal with the actual game and the injury and all that. And then the second one I want to touch on NFL officials because if you watched any of the games this weekend, you saw. Three of the four had some serious officiating issues in them. Serious officiating issues. Thought the Eagles game had officiating issues beyond the Wentz play. Beyond the Wentz play, there were some really questionable calls. Every game, both ways, by the Kevin, way. Kevin, let me in your little. I'll let you in a little secret. Every single NFL game, every single NBA game, every single NHL game, even Major League Baseball game is going to have a, any number of calls that you can sit there as a fan and say, that call stunk. In baseball, it could be a balls and strikes. And you sit there and go, that was yeah, horrible. I see one like the Tennessee, uh, or I'm sorry, not Tennessee, uh, the Houston. Uh, the kickoff? The kickoff. Was it? You tell me the rule because I'm not aware of the rule. The rule is when he puts his arm out. Okay. So the guy. The play is dead. So the. the uh, so it should have been a touchdown. It, no, 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 no. Which if play it, are we talking about? On the kickoff. Right. The guy okay. grabs the ball. And the guy it. grabs the ball. When he signals with his arms out, he is not coming out of the end zone. 
See, it's I've almost never, like a fair catch. I've never seen that before. Yes. I, I, well, I, I'm just telling you. I'm telling and you. And honestly, why, the only reason I know I've it seen is, many guys who catch a football right. in the end zone and never we'll signal. Back, we'll get back to this, though, in, in, in a bit. All right. One, let's, on the clowny hit, okay? I admit when I saw it live, I didn't have, I didn't think about the helmet contact so much yeah. as the throwing yourself. They've made a big point of emphasis he launched of launching and throwing yourself directly on top of a guy who's down especially a guy who's on the ground or close to the ground where all you have to do is touch him Mm -hmm. i thought that was more of a penalty than necessarily until i saw the replay obviously so i don't blame the officials necessarily for missing when did he leave the helmet the helmet when did he leave his feet i'm just asking a question i don't know Wentz was almost at the ground when he left his feet okay so what is the protocol there? Does 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 the Eagles coach have to throw the red flag? Is that no, reviewable? It's not reviewable okay. at all. Okay, then, then it's a judgment call. That's okay, and it's a misjudgment call. Okay, it's, it's, I mean, okay, to me piling on there. It, it, Ray, Ray Dinger mentioned this last night. There were four different things you could have called: helmet to helmet contact, right? Spearing, yeah. okay, you know, launching yourself with, with the crown of your helmet, uh, piling on mm-hmm. was the third thing. And just that a, a dead ball play, mm-hmm. and that's where you know you hit a, you hit a guy who's down late and unsportsmanlike conduct, all that stuff. Okay, but the but it's not call. Where I I I think the idea is, and if you're an Eagle fan, I think the most valid argument on this is by not calling it and then having the butchered explanation at the end of the game. Uh, by the referee, okay, uh, to the pool reporter, our buddy Zach Berman, mm-hmm. by having that butchered ex, uh, by basically saying there's nothing there. What you may have done was basically told Clowney, "Be our guest." You know, there, there, there was no repercussions. When did they look at the replay, Kevin? Like, when did the ref, the referee who gave you the explanation, did not look at the replay until after, the, to, until after the game? He did not look at the replay when he talked to Zach. What I'm saying is, so he's telling you without having seen the replay, he didn't think there was a foul. Right. He said it was okay. Inc- he said it was incidental contact. But that's okay. Like- no, Kevin. Why can't take yourself out of being a Philadelphia? I'm not. No, my- no, no, no. His interpretation on the field was we didn't think it was a foul. They were wrong. Grow up. It's they. They. He said bang bang play. We didn't think at the time it was a penalty. Okay. You're wrong. So, but we're going to make it into this what? What we're well, they should have thrown a flag. Of course, they should have thrown a flag. Should have been 15 yards, and that would have changed what? Would have given the Eagles a first well, down. No, I think I think the argument, and this is what I was trying to say, Mike. What, what, what's the argument? I think the argument some people have said today, and it makes some sense, mm-hmm. is that if Clowney gets that penalty, mm-hmm. one of his two on Sportsman, then one, he doesn't do anything else for us. Then he doesn't maybe. Do stuff the rest once of, again it takes the edge off the once game. again it's a Philadelphia we're getting screwed it's a conspiracy gets us oh, it, Clowney would have played the game because he's Clowney and he only knows one way to play the game I do say for people who are crying all day about uh, you know Jadevi and Clowney oh what a dirty player what a I saw maybe he is hold on I, I saw Pat Egan tweeting from ninety seven five last night he called him a pos and you know you can look at his What's Twitter pos. View piece of oh okay okay i'm sorry okay um once you know, again hold on hold on no, hold no, no. On, hold before on. you go no 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 
Once again, it's a Philadelphia fan. Show me a guy, like, what did the people in Washington think? What did the people in Indianapolis think? Well, there was a decent amount of feedback saying that there should have been a flag. Fine, but they're not calling him a POS, is what I'm trying to say, Kevin, is we're taking it to a whole other level here because the Eagles lost a playoff game. Mike, can I finish? No. Go ahead, Kevin. Fine. What I'm saying is that POS, if he's wearing a green uniform as opposed to... Read Bob Ford's column. He said the same exact thing. People here you, died you, for clowning you'd be celebrating in the year. And Brandon, Brandon Graham came out once again. I, I, I should read the column. It would make more sense than I can ever make. Brandon Graham said, yeah, I, I don't know because I didn't see the play. And he went on and on and said, you know what? I play like that. I play aggressive. And and all these guys know. Now, if you can prove that Clowney's intent was to hit Carson Wentz in the head and knock him out of the game, yes, then he's a POS. I agree. But why do we, as Philadelphians, when something bad like this happens, take it upon ourselves to think the whole world's crapping on Philadelphia or everybody's against us? Or No, the ref missed a call. The crew, and one of the problems with the NFL refereeing might be that they take these these different guys, just take crews to the to the playoffs. Don't take the best two guys over here with the best three guys over here with the best guy. It was a missed call. All right, and speaking of which, let's hear from Jason Peters on the missed call. I just told him, man, that's a dirty play, and he's like, you know, my bad, you know, and we just kept playing, but I just kept reminding him, come on, man, stay off my quarterback. And he was out, and I didn't even know he was out. To that next series, Josh was in, so you know we just had to keep playing. All right, that was him, and we have then Doug Peterson on about um, about I believe I believe this is Doug Peterson. Hold on, Scott. No, it wasn't. So we'll let it could've go with been. that. Could have been Doug Peterson. It could have been Austin, uh, Boston Scott as well. <laughs> could have been Boston. Um, I did have him, and now I don't. Tell me what else to watch. There you go. Okay, now that's you talking about something. And else. then I'm and I'm with I'm 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 getting my hair cut today, my barber, who then has extols the, the, when Malcolm Jenkins had that chance to hit um, uh, Wilson in Wilson. the back, he should have taken knocked his head off retribution. I'm like, well, that's great. So then he would have got maybe tossed or whatever would have happened. It's football. Was it? Was it a dirty play? It might have been a dirty play. Uh, I, uh, but I it's at the line at the very least, if not over it. But, but that's ahead. fine. And if Brandon Graham had done that to Wilson, nobody, I guarantee you in Philadelphia, would have called it that. They would say, well, you know, he, he, you know, he hit him. He was trying. They would have made a thousand different reasons why it wasn't a 15-yard penalty, why it wasn't whatever. This is football. It's a violent game. People are going to get hurt, as the Eagles know this year, because half their team has been on injured reserve or whatever. But, yeah, and and it would have been a 15. It should have probably, not probably, it should have been a 15-yard penalty. Mm -hmm. And and then the game would have went on, and they probably still would have lost because their quarterback wasn't playing. And if their quarterback had played, would they have had a better chance to win? Look, I took them. I took them this week. It was my only loss. I had the Eagles. I thought they were going to win the game. They might not have. Yeah, they gave up like Four third and fifteens or twenties. Well, and that, and that was going to be that was going to be the next issue yeah. on this game. I mean, but you're asking the defense, a depleted defense, to to play a perfect game nearly because they can't give up. Right, you know the and offense the, can only score so many. And points. the offense, I thought, moved the ball well between the twenties, but obviously the problem was when you got into the red zone, they couldn't they couldn't finish it, and, and that's the difference with a backup quarterback and and. Uh, 
arguably a top 10 quarterback in the league. I mean, the one thing Wentz was doing in the last four weeks of the season was finishing drives. Should and they Miles, did not Miles Sanders have caught that pass? I don't know. I mean, it was, it was a tough catch. a little catch. low. I mean, it was, well, it was a little behind him. Right. Um, but, you know, I mean, maybe two years from now, Miles makes that catch. I don't know. I, I, I'm just saying is we're, we're trying to make this into it was a 9-7 and seven team that barely got into the playoffs. And now, all of a sudden, people are like, well, when, once Minnesota beat New Orleans, yeah, we're going to go to Green Bay, and we're going to win, and then Minnesota's going to beat San Francisco, and we're going to... And I'm like, whoa, 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 time out, first of all. For, I know you beat the Packers in week four with a whole different team. Aaron Rodgers, I got to be, would have like been salivating to throw against that defense, whether Wentz was, pl- assuming Wentz would have been playing. All I'm saying is, people... It was what it was. You got into the playoffs. You learned something about Wentz. You weren't winning the Super Bowl. I get it. You wanted to have a football game next week. The way it ended was so empty. It was like it was like a gut kick because you wanted to see how it was going to turn out. What could they do against a good team? And Seattle, whether you want to admit it or not, is a good team. They won 11 games. They almost beat San Jesus Christ, Kevin. They came within a foot of winning the West, the toughest division in football. And you're going to tell me they're not a good team. Really? They have a good passing uh, attack. They won 11 games and came this close to winning 12. And they and with that, no, okay, forget, whatever. They're, I mean, they're, they're not a good team. They're not. They're, they're not beatable. That, they're, every team's beatable. Who isn't beatable? The, the, the Patriots just lost at home in the playoffs. I mean, let's be real here. They're a better team well, than the Eagles. Baltimore's beatable? Yes. I think Kansas City could go there and win. I think they could lose in the Super Bowl. Sure. Okay. The, the, the you, unbeatable is the 85 Bears. Unbeatable is, you know, one of the 49er teams with Montana that went 15 and 1. I'm saying to you, don't, if the Eagles were to Seattle's and we'd won 11 games and lost to the Cowboys in the last week by a foot, we'd be sitting there going, yeah, the Eagles are really good. But because Seattle did it, well, no, they're not really good. They're beatable. Come on, please. Come on. They're a good team. They have an unbelievable quarterback. They have and a, a great good, wide receiver. You're right. You're right. They're a but that the Eagles could have drafted, by the uh, way. Yeah, and that's a whole different story. I agree They're with you on that. Good football team. They're one of the best ten teams in the league. Let me put it that way. What that means, I don't know. But they're one of the best ten teams that they've won eleven games on merit in the toughest division in football. Okay, so that's fine. You you want to think they're not? That's fine. You you can think. I that. I, I think they're. A good I team. said they're a good team. That's all I said. I didn't say they were going to the Super Bowl. I said they're a good like, team. But, but no. I mean, there were there are definite flaws with that team. There are definite flaws with the with the Packers. There's flaws with the Vikings. There obviously was flaws with the Saints. There's flaws with every team. Just about mm, okay. Can't, well, Kansas City, I think it's the uh, Kansas City and Baltimore are as close to flawless. There was flaws with Kansas City last year. They couldn't play defense. They were number one yeah, seed. they're better now. That's fine. You can think what you want. I'm going to tell you Seattle's a good team. That's all I said. They won 11 games. You don't win 11 games usually because you're not a good team unless you had a, a cupcake schedule where you played like 10 teams that had losing records. They were in. They played the 49ers twice. They played the Rams twice. Um, I don't know who else they played. I'm trying, I think they beat uh, Green. I'm trying to think what their schedule was like. They came they be, in here and won Carolina. They beat whatever. The you, if you no, want to think I'm they're not saying, I'm, I'm going off the top of my head. I'm just reading the schedule. What do you define as good? I define 11 wins in a really tough division as good. And they and to come within. They've won it. I think they've. So if they'd won last week, what would you tell me? 
If they, if they, if that guy had gotten in the end zone on the last play, you would have said what? I would have said that I think they're beatable. Fine. So you wouldn't have said they're a good team. I think I think the quarterback is unbelievable. Would you have said they're a good team if they won last week? No, I'm not sure I would. Okay, I'm not fine. sure I would. Kevin, say- you have a different different definition then of what I think of and you know of what a good team is. You know, there's usually like eight to ten good teams in the league. They're one of them. That's all I'm saying. Okay. You, you don't want to think they are fine. It's fine. They're a good team. They're, they're still playing. I think they're. I think they have a great player. And hold on, you keep saying that. that. Well, no. Well, Mike, let me finish. Okay. I think they have a great player. I think if you take that player away, I think they're a below average team. But they don't. They have that well, player. You have to judge them on what they have. If the Eagles didn't have Carson Wentz, they'd be a four-win team. Well, that's true too. They have what they have. If you took Rodgers off the Packers, they wouldn't be. What, what kind of what kind of statement is that? Well, they have a great quarterback, but if you took him away. Of course. Well, there's nothing, take there's nothing Mahomes, else. Take Mahomes. Take any quarterback that's left. Any team that's left. Take the quarterback off the team and tell me what they are. Take Mahomes, Jackson, Rodgers. Who, who, who am I missing? Well, all right. Take take Garoppolo away but from Stanford. Hold on, Mike. Mike. They're still Mike, good. Mike, oh. let me finish. Kevin, please. 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 Just what? All I said was they're a good team, and you're going to argue with me for 15 minutes that they're not. Really? That's your argument today is Seattle's not really a good team because their great quarterback makes them what? You're telling me they have a great quarterback? That automatically means you have a good team. If you have a quarterback that can win games for you by himself, you're a good team. But you're obviously going to tell me not. No, and you're going to tell me that I'm wrong for thinking what I think. No, because you're saying that they're not a good team because they have a great quarterback. They have a great quarterback, and the rest of the roster... You're right, Kevin. Hold on. You're right. You're right. I'm going to give up the argument. You're right. They're not a good team. They just got a great quarterback. You're right. The what rest of the roster's mediocre. That's fine. The rest of the roster's mediocre. They got receivers running around who are better than anybody the Eagles have, even when the Eagles had their receivers. They, okay. Do you think that running game's good? Do you think that offensive line's They've great? lost two of their running backs. Usually when you lose two of your running backs... I'm not even sure the running backs were all that great anyway, but that's okay. Kevin, I I defer to you. They're not a good team. And they'll probably lose this week, and then you'll come in next week and say, I told you they weren't a good team. And then you'll be right. Fine. You win 11 games, and you lose your division to the team that's the one seed by a foot, and you're not good. You you did it on mirrors. You're like the guy who would tell me that Tiger Woods, like there used to be a guy that said, Tiger Woods does it with mirrors, smoking mirrors. I'm like, what? Well, he never wins a major like when he's not winning. I said, yeah, because he beat in this. Kevin, you can believe what you want to believe. All I said, I didn't say they were a great team. I, didn't say they were I said they're a good football team. Okay. But you're going to disagree with me. Fine. Yeah. Whatever. They're not a good football team. They've won 12 games. If they win next, I guess if they go to Green Bay and win, maybe you'll tell me they're a good team. But you'll probably tell me, no, Russell Wilson's great. I'm also, I'm also not sold that, that Green Bay is all that hot either. But who is good? There, there must only be two teams in the league that are good. Baltimore, Kansas City. Yeah, I honestly think that may be the, the truth. It that, might just like, be Baltimore and Kansas Your City. definition of good is a lot different than my definition well, of good, but that's okay. By your definition of good, there will be like two good teams in baseball last year. I guess. You know, I don't know. Uh, no. No. Well, this team had a flaw. That team didn't have enough pitching. Said, okay, fine. <laughs> whatever they can't all be the 85 bears i'm sorry i would say in the nfc the most complete team is san francisco that's a whole different and san francisco does not have a great quarterback that's a whole different 
argument. She said they're not a. Comp- but they're, they're, that, I'm, I'm just saying they're a good team. It was a very simple statement. They're okay. a good team. And you, for some reason, had a problem with me saying they're a good team. <laughs> I, I don't get it. If they were nine and seven, and they they, they snuck into the playoffs, and, and okay, they're, maybe is, they're not that good. Is your, is your hand okay? No, I, I, I don't care. I just I, I you say things sometimes. It just you know, like when you told me that I was going to beat Villanova. You know, I'm like, okay, you you know, I'm not right. Oh well, yeah, but but don't tell me that a team that wins 11 games. If San Francisco had beaten them by 30 last week, eh, okay, maybe they didn't. The game came down to a guy stretching across the end zone and him make, or they would have been like the second or third seed in the NFC. Whatever they would have been, third, I guess. I don't know. But they're not good. <laughs> I, I don't get that at all. Okay. I mean, and you think I'm wrong. So that's fine. I'm moving on. Yeah, okay. Um, That'll make good right radio. Oh, yeah. The um, hedge fund Harry will say I'm picking on you again. Yeah, you are, but that's all different stuff. No, you're wrong. Okay. It has nothing to do with picking on you. The other issue out of that, strangely, which was the talk of talk radio the day. Um, the talk of talk, talk radio, like a sports that. talk radio. Like what did you think of the way NBC handled that whole th- mess? Last I thing? want you to tell me because you tweeted out that it was. See, I, I don't listen to telecast the way some people do because I don't care if Al Michaels or Collinsworth or whoever's doing hey. the game is I care that they do, they do the game well, you know, whatever whatever I need to know. or whatever. Right. But I'm not sitting there listening to every single thing they say is, oh, my God, like, was that too pro-Philadelphia? Was that, well, what, I don't, what, I don't think you, it was not, the NIL. No, but you tell me what okay. you didn't think was good. I, I don't think. Because I honestly don't know because I don't listen to the telecast okay. that way. All right. You have a rules analyst in the booth, okay? Yeah. And, and Terry McCauley, who's a long-time oh, NFL – Long-time NFL referee, one of the best ones. I think right. we agreed for a long time. Okay? I'll take your word for it. They never go to McCauley. When they show multiple replays of the hit, mm-hmm. Collinsworth never brings up whether he thinks the hit's sturdy or not. Mm-hmm. Okay? Michaels never brings up whether it deserves a well, What did they say? Because I, I might have... I seem... And I'm not trying... I, I don't. Th- I think I missed this play. I, if I was helping my wife do something or... I, but I don't remember... You you tell okay. me like so what they, say, they did. So they show first of all, and, and it was brought up this morning. This was a second the down Eagles, play. This was a second. The, down? This was a second down that play. Second he stays play. in for okay. the third down play. Okay, comes off the field. He's not feeling well. He mm-hmm. goes into the blue tent on radio. Howard Eskin working the sidelines reports back to Merrill and Mike saying he's in the blue tent. He's in the blue tent. Then he, the only time you hear it that <clears> uh, anything's wrong with Wentz is when he's walking to the locker room. Mm-hmm. Okay? So, Tafoya comes, Michelle Tafoya, who, who normally is pretty good as a sideline reporter, comes mm-hmm. on and says that, you know, Wentz is going to the locker room, everything, for a concussion protocol. And she goes, and it could stem, as they come back from commercial, it could stem from this hit. Yeah, I thought at first, didn't they kind of make well, it sound like it might have been a risk? It might have been a risk, but then they said, could come from this hit. And then they showed a hit, mm-hmm. Okay. Neither Collinsworth nor Michaels, Collinsworth especially, who I'm stunned because he's big on the, you got to take all the dirty hits out of the helmet, helmet out of the game mm-hmm. and everything. Collinsworth mentions nothing about it, okay? Terry McCauley's in the booth. They never go to McCauley. Is that a legal hit? Mm-hmm. McCauley ends up having the tweet out 
when somebody asked him, hey, Terry, is that a legal hit or not? Mm -hmm. McCauley goes, that should have drawn a flag. It's helmet to helmet. It's piling on. It's a guy who's refereed three Super Bowls, so you should listen (laughs) to him. Or you should, if you're having him in the booth, you should have him there. So then the big outrage is, Tafoya gets clowny after the game for two or three questions, whatever it is, you know, the post-game interview, and never mentions the Wentz hit once. Mm-hmm. Okay, and yeah, well, the, I wasn't watching that, so right? Okay. And and was talking about how his energy, his energy, yeah. and his okay. uh, playing through obviously as like a sports hernia or whatever, yeah. a core injury they call it. Yeah. So. Of course, the the, the Philadelphia. I'll grant you this. The Philadelphia conspiracy theory is it's a conspiracy by the NFL because Roger Goodell was there, and they don't want to bring attention to the helmet, the helmet hit, yeah. and that NBC was just chicken to bring it up. You'd have to ask somebody from NBC, Kevin. I don't right. But if that's when you say when you tweet out, I'm disappointed. Those are the only two things that you had a problem with on the telecast. Well. I mean, the telecast was three and a half hours, and you're but, bringing but, up... But it's the major story of the that, telecast. That's fine, but that's not the way you said it. Your, your tweet was, I'm really disappointed with the broadcast. Okay. Well, I mean, if you keep showing the same hit over and over again, no, which not, they I'm, did... I'm not saying you're, you're... All I'm saying is... I think is, that's a major flaw in their broadcast. But yes. that's what you should have tweeted. Okay. You should have tweeted. It, right. it was a major flaw, because what people then take out of it is the whole broadcast, or most of it, or much of it, stunk. I mean, that's what I took out of it because, and then it goes and back I thought to, it, I thought actually it did because I thought Michaels and, but that's a whole different that, If you think Michaels and, and Collinsworth had a bad game, fine. They had a bad game. See, I, I don't care about that. I, I don't listen no. to Eagles games and after the game, whether they won, lost, whatever, I don't sit there and go, hey, Michaels was pretty good today. Collinsworth, nah, he, I, that's not me. Now, if Michelle Tavoya did, did not do that, that, you'd have to ask Michelle why. Because I think you have to, and I think that also falls on the director or the producer hey, who, absolutely. Has to, who has to be in her ear. You got to ask him about absolutely. the absolutely, and me, and yeah, that, then then that's wrong. Because if it were the other way around, and Wilson had got knocked out, and they interviewed Graham, and Graham had been the one that knocked him out, I, I think you'd probably want to ask him. Um, but yeah, I mean, like I said, it, it it they'll be talking about this for six months, and then the next time they place you, it's over. It happened. It's football. It, 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 if it was, should have been a 15 yard penalty, then it should have been a 15 yard penalty. If NBC erred by not having McCauley tell you it should have been a 15 yard penalty in his opinion, then they erred. I mean, but I guess what I'm trying to get at is what difference would it have well, made? It doesn't make a difference in the game, but I think it does in what I think for people, for people who see. Week in, week out. If you watch that broadcast, if you watch the national broadcast of the NFL, you are now kind of trained to, on a call like that, and I, I mentioned this to somebody today at work, you are so used to them bringing in the rules expert to talk about every little spot, every little thing, but here's the biggest spot of the game. The, the, a franchise quarterback for a team in the playoffs getting knocked Well, they didn't know that at the time. I mean, or, when they're the getting knocked out of the game. Right, but what I'm saying is you're talking about maybe 10 minutes later when Wentz is walking off, if then they should have addressed it. Yeah. And at that point, there's a game going on, I'm assuming, and I'm assuming that they're trying to deal with the game. I don't know what was happening at that point. I don't know if Seattle was driving, the Eagles were driving. But I'm just saying is at the time it happened, and be, I'm, I guarantee you, uh, th- this is what I'll say to you. If this had been the Green Bay-San Francisco game, mm-hmm. okay, and we were watching it here 
Okay? Right. And that same exact thing well, happened. we made a bigger deal now. We wouldn't care. You would get three well, people. I, no, I, no, no, no. You would get three or four people saying, you know, that hit in the Green Bay game. That wasn't right. You know, uh, Rodgers got hit, and, 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 and Bosa hit him late, and it should have been a 15-yard penalty. And, man, NBC did a horrible job. Um, you yeah. wouldn't get 100,000 people telling you this because we're in Philadelphia. By the way, if you are wondering, next year the Seahawks come back to Lincoln Financial Good. Field. So and, and he might not be on the team. No, I don't know. He's a free and that, agent. And that's, that was one other thing I said. You know, everybody thinks Clowney. You know, I was trying to say this about. Well, he had Foles last year, right? He had right, the, he, the Foles hit. But you would, would you would die to have him in that in the Eagle uniform. You would because of what how big sure. of a game wrecker he is. If Malkin Jenkins had hit Wilson, and I'm not saying. And look, everybody talks was, about him being dirty. Andre Waters was dirty. Uh, uh, Brian Dawkins, some people would say, was dirty. Chuck and Eric was dirty. I mean, well, the only thing I'll say people, about Andre was it was a different era. Well, yeah. You could do that stuff back Dalk. then. Doc. Well, it was still not this era. And I don't think Doc was Andre. Like, if you took no, Ron, Andre, Ron, was, hey, Ronnie, Ronnie Law was, 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 was dirty. Like he's in the Hall of Fame. But Andre, because he's, it's, it, it's a But shame. you see it through your own prism, is what I was it's, saying. A, which is what I try to say every single time we discuss anything. If Dave Schultz is yours, you think Dave Schultz is the greatest thing on the face of the earth? He's pounding Rolf's face in fifteen times. If he's playing on the other team, you think he's the biggest scumbag on the face of the earth? That's the way we. That's what sports does to you. If the Sixers get a thug on their team, let's just say they got a thug, which they don't, but let's say they did. We Rick Mahorn, right? When mm-hmm. Rick Mahorn played for the Pistons. He, had, he, he, did he came here, he, he came great. here to love them. So I, I don't want to hear that about clowny, this, clowny, that. It, 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 was it a dirty play? Perhaps. Was Should he have fine? T- probably. It, and again, it doesn't. No. Yeah, I, I agree with you. He probably should get fined, but it doesn't do anything. Oh, I. The only thing that was going does. to change was if he got thrown out. And once again, we went back to, I think we talked about this last week, the targeting rule in college where the Ohio State guy got thrown right. out of the game. And I didn't necessarily agree with that. I agreed he should have got penalized for hitting the, the Clemson quarterback in the helmet. But this is what's going to happen now with this helmet-to-helmet thing. And the problem with replay is you see everything. You're going to see every single... There was a couple of defensing holding calls yesterday. I'm sitting there going, All right. he held them? Can I... I'll ask you, and this is like... I don't want like a, 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 a... Don't rip my head off on this question. But if we were playing... If the NFL had adopted the college rule, mm-hmm. um, would Clowney have been flagged? targeting upon further review you mean in college they can go back and look at look it look at it well didn't the nfl come out after the game though and say that they or was that no, just the referee that, just that the, said the that? referee who said so that. they never went to a replay and all this you can't. There was, you can't you can't okay so if you're saying in college if, if we were playing by their rules and somebody had gotten a chance to see what we saw yeah i gotta believe there would have been a flag I which, mean, how which, if you play by the the college rules, then that means he's out. Order, so any hit to a helmet, any hel- is helmet to helmet target is out. See, and because he didn't get hit, which is wrong. We both well, have said that. Maybe, no, we said that last week. No, we d- no, we said it. That's but what maybe, I'm saying. But maybe it's not wrong. Just because me and you think that doesn't. Maybe we think you, there should be a, a a level of discretion on whether. Yeah, but if if you're the there, guy, it should be a flag. Okay, but let not me a, ask you a question. Objection. Okay, go back to the Clemson game. Okay. If the Clemson quarterback had been knocked out for the game, would we have then said the Ohio State court, court, uh, defensive back should have been thrown out? See, you can't you can't mitigate it. 
you can't in, in, in what's the word I'm looking for um, because it, of the outcome exactly I, the, the outcome can't have anything to do with it so when I saw but it's I think it's the more the level of intent that you have to judge and, and I'm telling you I've seen it three four you've probably seen it more than me mm-hmm. I'm sure some people have seen it a hundred times and maybe I'm not watching closely enough because like Anthony today was talking about how it was, there was no doubt in his mind and Mike came on and said look what, what was he trying to probably but but Mike like leveled it down a little bit. He, that's that's kind of like football. But I, I mean, Clowney was trying to hit him. Was he trying to hit him in the helmet? I mean, when you you know, I think this gets lost sometimes. It's a fast game. It is. We're seeing it in slow motion. Guys running. I've seen this happen a lot of times. Defensive guy goes to hit a guy, and where he's going to hit him, maybe he's like right here, like in the chest or something. And the guy, guy ducks his head. his head, and all of a sudden he hits him in the helmet. It's it's. it's so is the onus? I mean, does the defensive back have? Excuse me. Be the passive guy. I mean, I I don't. Yeah, and you can make the argument. Wentz was going down. There was no need to do that. And I would be with you. I'm not. Hey, you know. And and if Wentz let let's say Wentz had not got concussed, that play had just happened. He didn't get concussed. Nobody would be making oh. anywhere near as big a deal because then you would only been talking about a 15 yard penalty. You wouldn't have been talking. And and I think and it was in the first quarter it was of the in game. The first quarter of the game. I Could think- you imagine if that had happened? I don't know. Let's just say eight minutes to go. Maybe it was McNown and not Wentz that the similar play had happened on. Then, you know, and it would give the Eagles like a first down at the Seattle eight or something. Right. But I, I look, I, I agree with what you're saying. Like in the end, would I have, would a flag there have changed anything about the game? No. Well, we don't know. I mean, they might've went down and scored. scored I, I have no idea. But, the ultimate thing was you're still playing without your quarterback, and even 15 yards is going to take probably Clowney off the field. All that. But what if they give him 15 yards and Wentz doesn't go out? Because Wentz didn't go out. He played the next next series, right. or the, the rest of the series. He and played that he the next back, play, and then, then he, played, he went like, back, felt ill, right, right. Goes to McCann, uh, right. McNown. Hey, I'm feeling right, really like crap, mm-hmm. and then call almost a self diagnosis. Which, by the way, was mentioned last night. That's actually a really good sign for the league that players are now a player like Wentz is smart enough, even in a playoff game, to go. You know what? There was Some, a, there was a guy. That, right. There was a guy that called Mikey missed today, saying that, that Wentz was a quitter and Wentz should have went back. Mike's trying to explain to him it's a protocol. It's it's not about uh, Wentz, if he's throwing Wentz, up on the sidelines. There's no way. He's but gonna, I guess he was saying Wentz shouldn't have told anybody. Wentz. Are you kidding me? Because he was comparing him to. Um, he said, "Boy, when Michael Vick, they always said Michael Vick. Wentz didn't miss a play." All season. Uh, McNown came in for a few yeah, plays. I'm saying he played the whole, whole season. season. He was available. He was never on the injury With report. crap around him for like the last third of the season, more or less. Nah, come on. People see, but people, that's what happens. You lose a game. People's minds are deranged. They, they're, they're looking at 50,000 different things. And yeah, was the clowny play? No, it wasn't good. And, and, and I'm not defending it. I'm not, but, but what I'm saying is, it, it 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 the the thing that bothered me the most about yesterday was I I'm left with an empty feeling mm-hmm. like I didn't get to see what might have happened like maybe they would have won yesterday and we would have had another game to look forward to and Barkham would have had to come home from Cancun or, early or or and, they at least you would have at least seen Wentz even if they lost you would have seen Wentz for a full playoff game you would have gone okay at least him playing in a playoff game is out of the out of the you know the 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 list. But okay? as a fan, you wanted to see him win. Sure. You wanted to see how far they could take this. Just like because four weeks ago, you didn't think they could take it anywhere. 
And now all of a sudden you're playing, you're, you're, you're point underdog. So it's a pick them game at home. And, uh, you know, that, that to me is the disappointing thing is that you're going to go into next year. And again, I'm going to, don't, they're going to be good next year. I'm not saying they're going to be a 12 win team. I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm guessing that they're a playoff well, contender next year. I, I well, think- and, and like, that was going to be my next thing. Um, obviously, some news has broken since the game ended last night. One, Jason Peters says he wants to come back and play. It can't be here, can it? Oh, how much does he want to play for? I mean, did they say? But you just spent a number one pick on Dillard. And, and to be honest, Jason, Jason this year was not. You and me would say that. But if you were to test a Howie, well, he is a Hall of Famer. Okay, he did play pretty well this year. I mean, I'm, he wasn't an All Pro, um, so you're saying it would look bad because of because of the guy you got sitting that's not going to play. Play. That's a tough one for me to answer. I mean, because if Unless he's willing to move the guard, well, here's the thing. If, well, Kenya is that? I mean, is that, that it's possible? Okay, if you don't bring him back. Mm-hmm. Okay. For, are, are you insulting him? No, no, no. What I'm saying is, let's say Dillard doesn't play that well. Yeah, I don't know. You All of a sudden, you're like week six next year, and yeah, your left tackle ain't whatever. Um, I, like, like, yeah, it depends to me. Boy, that's a tough, that's a I, really I, tough I, look, question. I believe. My initial response is to say no. I'm with you. But my other response is, if Jason Peters says he wants to give it another shot, and he ain't killing your salary cap, and I don't have the answer to that one. I, my, the answer almost is like... Uh, which leads to part two, which was today, where Malcolm Jenkins came flat out. He has one year remaining on his contract. He didn't get paid last year. Didn't get paid last year. Uh, played the whole year. Was arguably the second-best defender Yeah, uh, in the game yesterday. Maybe the second-best defender of the whole season. He's one of your leaders. And he goes, I am not playing for this contract next year. I'm not... You know, basically... <laughs> Here's pay, the problem with pay Malcolm, me or trade me. Here's the problem with Malcolm Jenkins. You're going to probably pay him. I shouldn't say that. Maybe, maybe you won't. I guess Banner wouldn't have paid him. You're going to let's. What, what would he probably get? A three year contract? I'm just guessing. Well, three, four. You could do three, but you could load okay. it the first. You could front load okay. it to where the guaranteed money's in the first okay. one or two. Well, halfway through the contract, you're, it could be you, awful. It, yeah, it will be. In all likelihood, so that's why I'm saying maybe you front load it and you 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 appease him with the immediate money, yeah, and, but, but they're and more need, immediate they're money. Need, they're going to need immediate money too because they got Ertz, they've got the Alshon question. Um, you know, what do we do with that? How do we rectify that? And that doesn't even begin to address whatever else you think you need as a team. I mean, we found out yesterday how much Nick Foles meant. Yeah, you got yeah. I mean, I'm not saying they they should they did what they had to do with Nick. I don't mean that. But when Carson went down before, and I'm not saying Nick would have won the game yesterday. Or, you know, if he, who knows? He might have played like crap, um, coming in like that. Like, but and McNown played well. I, I had no problem with the way he tried. But, but there there are limits 40, with a 40 year old quarterback. Well, let me ask you a question: What the hell happened to Sudfeld? Guy didn't he got even hurt. Like, he got hurt and then never was seen from again. Because, so does that mean they need a backup quarterback too next year? Because obviously they, they don't seem like they have confidence in him, and you're hoping your quarterback plays 16, 18, 19 games. But in the NFL, that doesn't you better happen. have a good insurance policy, right? But are they going to have? The, and the one thing with 
you know, when they have Foles here, it was because Wentz was under a yeah, team-friendly contract. That, now with Wentz's contract, that's gone. You don't have that. No, I mean, look at look at the Packers and who their backup. Well, look at look, at look Dak, at Dak. The Cowboys now are going to be in this because they're they just paid Dak money. When you when well, Seattle when, when Seattle won the Super Bowl, Wilson was still on his rookie contract. Right. You can do a lot of that. that's when they had the great defense because mm-hmm. you could pay all those guys and then one by one by one they had to let them go because they couldn't. Pay look, look at the lack of weapons that Green Bay has had without since Rodgers got his major deal. That it seems like Green Bay's weapons have been dialing back. But they went out and got a lot of defense this year. I, I give them credit. They they fixed right. which everybody said they had to. They fixed their defense. But their offensive line has been retooled with only one major guy making money in yeah, Blocka. Right. Yeah, I mean um, I mean, you know, you, you, the running back the running backs are usually rookies and it's the way the NFL works. Yeah. I mean Eli was making twenty mil this year. Think about that. Guy who played a game and a half, I guess. Two, two games, three games, I don't know. Two what and a half, yeah. And that, not that the Giants would have been good if they could have paid three other guys, but, um, and, and you got Dallas. Dallas is going to pay McCarthy. a ton. They hired Mike, Mike McCarthy. McCarthy. What do you think of that? I've never been a, look, you won a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. But I've also felt like he underachieved through Rodgers' prime. After Rodgers won the Super Bowl, there were a couple games. Yeah, they, they lost the a- NFC Championship game in Seattle where they lost the big lead with like five minutes to go. With the onside kick. With the onside kick. You know, they, they've lost. Wasn't t- that a divisional game? No, that was an NFC Championship that game. That was an NFC Championship game. Okay. They, but they should have lost the week before because they, they that was the catch, they also right? lost, Yeah, they also lost with Favre under McCarthy in the in Favre's last game in Green Bay in the NFC Championship game. It was the Giants game? To the Giants. They lost to the Giants again in the divisional round with Rodgers when they had gone 15-1. and one. I mean, I think he's a good coach. I think that it got real stale at the end at Green Bay. Um, well, it got real stale here with Andy. Yeah. And he gets that, so, you know, you're somewhere... I, I think I think Jerry is trying to kind of do what, what Kansas City is. But is Jerry, go, is, is Jerry, Jerry going, going to... And, and can Mike... Do you, now, well, well, he got five years, so... Okay, well, they all get five years. I mean, every, five years pretty good money. Every, every coach gets five years pretty good money. I'm guarantee, I guarantee a Rivera's contract is it's probably five. everybody, every bit as good as McCarthy's. The I mean, if they bring Cooper back, which I don't know if they... But if Dak is the quarterback and the running back, I mean, you got... I don't think he could bring Cooper. And uh, look, there's a point where you're going to have to... Uh, yeah, one of them's going to get let go probably. But, I mean, Dallas has some talent. They're not, like, bereft of talent. Um, the talent just doesn't work for whatever reason. And I think this also means Matt Rule is going to New York. You would think. If, I mean, if that's if he what wants they, it. Oh, I, no. I think if the Giants. Because the, the guy up in New York, the, a couple of people were saying, I was listening to that, McCarthy or Rule, they thought one of those two was going to get the job. I'm just reading, actually, ESPN. Uh, Ten. Uh, 13 seasons as coach at the Packers, 125-77-2 from 06 to 18, including Super Bowl title in 10. Six seasons as offense coordinator of the Saints and the and the 49ers. Uh, 125-77 and is not bad. Yeah, 6-13 winning percentage. That's 10, better than Rivera's, 10 right? Play, 10, yeah, 10 playoff wins on the Super Bowl ring. I mean, look. Uh, is he, is like, again, I'll say, is he, is but he again, the best coach got, in the league? got stale at the end, I think, is the... Well, I don't think him and Rodgers, because they let their defense go to crap. Now, whether that's his fault or the... Well, they kept with Tom, if Ted Thompson, it was the GM. I'm, right, that's what I'm saying. So, they were losing games where Rodgers was putting 30 points on the board. Um, now, they're winning games where Rodgers is putting... 
20 on the board. So I, I you know, um, but you could be in a division next year. Think about this now. You're the Eagles. Got Rivera. Mm-hmm. Got McCarthy. So you got a guy that's been to a Super Bowl, a guy who's won a he Super Bowl. May have rule. May have rule, which I don't, look, I don't know what Matt's going to do. Um, but it's interesting. I mean, I, you know, um, I don't think the division. And by the way, the new defense coordinator for the Cowboys will be Mike Nolan. Yeah. Former San Francisco yeah. coach who was also behind Baltimore's. Yeah. Once another guy who, who's probably better as a coordinator than a, uh, but I guess what I'm saying in a roundabout way is I think like two years from now, the division could be, I'm not saying all those teams are going to get really good overnight, mm-hmm. but it ain't like they're going to be trash either. The giants and the Redskins have been trash for a few years, right? Yeah, I would agree. You and know, I, Dallas I, has been, Dallas will have a good year and then they'll have an eight and eight year and then they'll have whatever. And then they'll go back. But, Look, the Eagles have a lot of questions. They're going to have to get wide receivers. Obviously, wide receivers. The are they the favorite? Uh, I'm not sure they're the favorite. I think the Dallas Cowboys might be a favorite. I think talent wise, Dallas has more. Yeah, no teams repeat it in 55 yeah. years. Um, they'll be close. It'll it'll, be kind of like it was it this depends year. on how free agency goes. Yeah. If you yeah. end up franchise tagging Dak, then it probably limits how much Dallas can do on anything sure. else. Yeah. They probably have to get the offensive line straightened out a little bit because it, it's getting old. Now, does this concussion that, like, that, bother you in any way? Like that? No. Okay. No. no I'm because saying. and Wentz apparently on Instagram today came out and said he's feeling much better today. Yeah. But you know how concussions are. And oh, I look, know. He's not going to play again for nine months, so I, I I don't mean it that way. I think he'll get a gauge in April when you know. Obviously, if he's still bothered by it in some amazing way. Amazing thing is, I, I tell people this all the time. Forty years ago, forty years ago. Ron Jaworski must have had 10 concussions a year. Well, he, he told me one time, I think they actually officially listed it at like 35, let's say. Take, take one. And he, he looked at me one time. Even goes, if the Eagles had won yesterday, would Wentz have played next week? Oh, doubt it. You think a quarterback's going to play the week after? I don't know. I'm, and they would have played Saturday, right? No, they would have played, played Sunday because they would have played in Green That's Bay. a really good question. I if I had a, you know, I would have said no, but I guess it depends how serious of a concussion it is. You know, I don't have the answer to that. That probably nobody. I mean, a doctor could probably tell you, but it would have depended where he was Wednesday and Thursday, not where he was today or Monday. tomorrow. I, yeah, I mean, they're goofy things, man. And the other guy, and then you listen to Ron today. Ron's like one of the the, the most. Um, he 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 looks. He's the least looking concussion guy you you would ever look at to have forty so hey Troy Aikman, same thing. Troy Aikman used to get all the time. And then yeah. you see a guy like um uh the bear, Jim McMahon, who's just like who's, who's got toast. To, yeah. And 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 then, you know, and we we know Andre Waters obviously because it was Philadelphia. And you see some of these guys and, and then Turner who got the ALS and you know, they don't know if that was, you know, had anything to do with it's scary, man. When you see guys that size, and that's why when you hear people say, "Oh, you should play through it," it's like, no, you're an idiot. I mean, play through what? I'm sure every guy on that field just about yesterday was playing with. Look at it hurts. Are you kidding me? That man should have been nowhere near a football field yesterday. Yeah, nowhere near. And this the thing of him picking McNown up. You know, yeah. I mean, I, I mean that guy had a lacerated kidney. kidney. Ribs, I mean, God, it, and every guy at <laughs> this time of the year, it's on that field. 
I can imagine these guys, when their season's over, they must take a month and just sit in a hot tub and do nothing. Uh, let, let's also point out here, like the one thing as we look towards the offseason, we'll get deeper in the offseason stuff in the next couple of weeks, I'm sure. And, and you know, once we get past the Super Bowl and you start looking towards. They're going to draft agency. a wide receiver. Yeah. Imagine that for the fifth time in seven years. Got to get one of the guys from Alabama, but that's all different. Story. I don't know if they're going to get. I don't know if they're going. They're drafting twenty, I think, right? Twenty or twenty-one. Nineteen. Nineteen. I don't know, man. The one guy ain't going to be there. That's no, for darn I sure. R- I think Rugs could be there. Ray Dinger had has four or five first round guys. The guy from Oklahoma, the two from Bama. Oh God, what were the other guys? Jeez. I'm going to forget now. But he had five guys that he gave first-round grades to. So, um, oh, the guy from Alabama, Julie, Julie, Julie. He's a top five. Oh, God. He's he's like, he's, he's Antonio, whatever, waiting to happen, Antonio Jones. Um, and, and the other guy, how about the defensive back um, from Washington? Yeah. Can't get on the field, yeah. Kevin. They got guys running around. They can't cover. I mean, who was the guy to cover on that the big play that Seattle made the last long oh, pass? I, 37. Yeah. I don't even know who the hell he was. Was trying to guard that guy. Yep. Um, and you know what? If they knock that pass down and that pass isn't completed, maybe McNown gets one more shot down the field. I don't know. You know, maybe. Do you think um Doug made the right call on fourth and seven, or should he have kicked a field goal? Uh I would have kicked the field goal. My own, I, see, I tend to agree with you because I understand a field the reasoning. Goal, a field, look, you still need a touchdown, but a field goal means a touchdown wins it. And, and his, you don't have to worry about like, yes. the two-point conversion then becomes... And I guess his reasoning was we might not get down, down this far again. Because it was like six and a half minutes to go, I guess. Uh, yeah, that was the pass to, to yeah. Miles. But I knew Doug was going for it. I mean, yeah. and, and I... I would never blame him. I just think fourth and seven was a lot to ask of a 40-year-old quarterback... Um, and if you make it 17, 12 there, not that you might, you might not score a touchdown. Yeah. You might never even get within sniffing distance to the goal line again. I don't know. But, um, it was, I, I don't think there was a right or wrong answer there. Uh, he did what he, what his gut told him to do. And, and actually if the pass, if miles could have made a really good catch or the pass would have been just a little bit better, mm-hmm. they would have got the first down. They would have like first and goal, right? First around the yeah. 10 yard line. Nine yard line, something like that, and the pass interference was a little wacky at the end too. In the final drive, pass interference. Which one are you talking about? I'm the one that got into like the 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 fourteen. Oh no, I thought that was a good call. You did because he hit him in the face. They, they they and they showed the replay, and what the guy did was he actually grabbed who was the eagle receiver. I'm trying to remember, <laughs> he actually like kind of like kind of what he did was he never really played the ball. He kind of right. and he kind of grabbed this arm. The arm inside, and he, he kind of swiped his face. Um, because I thought the well, same thing you did. I'm thinking you're gonna call pass interference like there, yeah. And then Collinsworth, and, that, and that's where like Collinsworth came out and said, Yeah, that's that's and and that's where we get into the whole thing with the officials. And the officials just take the Eagle game out of it, okay? The the fact that they didn't even look really on pass interference in the Saint at the end of the Saints game, they said I, they looked, uh. There was a there was a bit of a shove. If you ask ten people, five are going to tell you it should have been a call, and five are going to tell you it's not. And I'm a believer that at that point in the game, 
I'm a believer at almost any point in the game. You got to allow a little give and take. I think there's some calls that you know, a guy barely grabs a guy. And in, in that case, if you want to make the case that he pushed him off, I'm not going to argue with you. I'm just saying is I think it was a good no call. It's not a Michael Irvin push off, but, but, but this goes back to when they changed the rule. Yep. Stupid. Because of one play that happened, okay, a bad play. Should never have happened. The Saints still might not won that game, and the Saints could have won the game anyway. But that's another. They changed the rule. They're not going to overrule that. The, the people in New York are not not that. They're, 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 it would have to be egregious. The guy would have to like throw him to the ground almost. So, and, and by the way, if you're a Saints fan, okay, mm-hmm. three no, three walk offs. Yeah, and and no bitching about this. No, you were at because, home. Because you were, you were at home. But that's three straight years that you've lost on a walk on a walk off. Yeah, two at home. Yeah, um, to the to the Vikings. I go too. back to this, Kevin. It, it's the refereeing is never going to be what we want the refereeing to be. Just like I know, if I sat and watched a baseball game with you, I know that you would sit there, or I would sit there, or whatever, and say that wasn't a strike, that wasn't a ball. They missed that. They and and. And then when you bring in, but do you think? Do you think? But the they're le- never going to get it. Do you th- all right. Do you think the level of officiating, like that incident, that incident in the Houston game, uh, that can't happen. It, it, but what? But what I'm saying, what did the guy make the wrong call? Should it have been a touchdown? Did they over? No. They overruled it, right? They overruled it because it was so egregiously bad. The other officials came in and went, uh, 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 uh. See, and I'm I'm not that clear about. To me, the guy said I'm not running it out, and he tosses it to the referee. But I don't know what he's supposed to do. I just thought once you you don't run it out, the play is dead. That that was always my take on it. Once you don't run it out, and when or once you do this, like your I've arms never, extended. I got to be honest with you. I've never seen guys yeah. do that. I, I, I honestly, this year I saw a new trend where guys put their arms out, ball falls on the. I just saw, and they and usually they what they do back. is they just touch their knee. They grab it, they touch yeah. their knee, and plays over. Um. I mean, but I'm saying if you watch four games on a weekend and, and four games that we're watching every play, we're watching every play, you know, it's not like we're watching the red zone. We're watching. You're going to see 10, 15 calls that you're going to go, man, I, man, I don't know, but it's the nature of the right. sport. And you're right. I think that the replay end of it with the pass interference with there, has, has just made it worse. It's, it's well, because they're not the going to do what it intended to do. What it intended to do, how many times are you going to have that play at the end of the Saints-Rams game last year? Not a lot. Not a lot. And that's what it was intended to fix. It wasn't intended to fix that play at the end of this game. Right. Um, I think people are more confused now. If you listen to coaches and players, they seem like they're more confused now about what the hell is going on. Right. But if you ask baseball players, isn't it, you, you covered baseball for years. You still do. I think the strike zone is the is the you know, I'll, I'll sit there watching games. I go, how'd that guy call out a strike? And that can change the whole complexion. And in playoff baseball, it, where it every be. pitch matters, and you know the difference between being two and one or one and two is everything. Um, how do you fix that? How do you fix in the NBA? Like there was, I was watching the Sixers game about a week ago. You probably know the game I was talking about. It was the Miami game? There was a foul call. And I sat there, and it was. I think the Sixers actually got the benefit of it, if mm-hmm. I'm not mistaken. The guy never touched him. It was like, so I'm saying, well, why can't they go to instant replay now no. and show me that? Because the game would take six and a half hours to play. Right. That's the problem. But you do want to, and when you're the agreed party, you, you want to get it right. Yeah. 
you know. Um, there was something else. Um, actually, let's switch to the Sixers because there's apparently something. The Sixers are home on Monday night. Is before we, as we're Who recording they this. Tonight? Uh, I couldn't even tell you. That's all right. Uh, Oklahoma City. And Oklahoma City is like on a five-game win streak. Yeah. And there was a comment by Brett Brown about clearly I have failed when it talks about the, the three-point. Christmas deadline? Oh, oh, oh. The three-point taking of Ben Simmons and the three-point thing. that he Ben Simmons has not taken three points. He's taken two. Well, and okay. made two, right? But ever since that, right? Oh, his tirade. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm trying to find the exact. Is he trying to tell you that Ben's not listening to him? I. That's what I'm taking out of this. Well, why doesn't he just come out and say Ben don't listen to me? Because he probably would get fired at that point, don't well, you think? But didn't Embiid kind of say that the other night? I thought he did too. Um, when you're open here, you got to shoot. Actually, all right. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Go we ahead. have. We have not heard this. Go ahead. But this is from Twitter. Uh, this is. Uh, Dave Ram's Twitter feed, I should point out. Uh, and this is Brett Brown with Howard Eskin. We, we do. We need to hunt threes in a more um, uh, definitive way than we currently are. And if if I were to get into coach speak, I would talk about closeouts. Like when you watch us just, the ball is at the top. It's gone from a top to a wing. Somebody is now going to guard that wing. It's a two-minute comment, the, the by the way. The judgment of that distance, and, and I call it if they're coming from the paint to a wing, that's a long closeout. If they, they're not in the paint, that's a short closeout. The judgment of that thing I that I just explained, we need to get better at. You know, it's not always going to be like bully ball, pull it, you know, play sort of uh, it's catch, bro- go, it's go, Brooklyn catch, accent? you know, into a Wait. tough two. We need to rise Wait. up. And then as you're doing oh, it, you're like, oh, okay. I got Joel Embiid right in front of me. To me, it sounds and like so Brooklyn. so I think the three-point shot, We're talking is, it's not always about, oh, we need to okay. make more. We need to take more. And that leads me to my next question. Didn't you ask Ben to yes, take a I three did. a game? Uh, and, I, maybe I've misread the box score. I haven't seen one. And this is true. And so, you know, evidently I have failed. And uh, it's something that, that, that we're all mindful of. And this is one of these things that is never going to go away. The attention that this has received is remarkable, but I guess I help fuel it. And, uh, you know, I, I own it. Like, I got to help him, you know, find this. And most importantly, he has to help himself. Let me be the coach. Don't, please. <laughs> All right, I'll be a journalist. If you run a play for Ben. How, how long do you have the mic, Howard? When you leave, I'm done. Okay. Okay. If you run a play for Ben to shoot a three, and he's open and doesn't shoot it, <coughs> and then you run it again, he's open and doesn't shoot it, what do you do as the head coach? First of all, that that hasn't happened, and when it does happen, we can come back and I can give you an answer. And I hear sort of the essence of your question, yeah, and ultimately, that's going to be something that you know he and I figure it out. You, you talk to you. All right, so See, what did you make of that? Well, he, my, <laughs> one that's great back my, and forth with Howard. So let's well, no, say I mean, I, and I think the coach tries to be honest. Yeah. Which and obviously, because Embiid said something this week, um. Pretty much, hey, if you you know guys open, you got to shoot. I would love for Ben to explain to people what. And, I, and Kevin, I've told you this before. I'll tell you it again. 
it's not to me. It's not about the three ball. Mm-hmm. The the three ball can come. That can be part of it. I watched a couple Sixers games in the past week. Not the whole games, but parts of them. He will get the ball like twelve feet from the basket. They'll pass him the ball. He does not look to the basket. Right. The other teams are not stupid. No. Now, he'll still go out and have games where he has 20-some, 10-some, 10-some. He's a tremendous ball player. But until he, and I don't think it's ever going to happen. That's just, this is my take. Where a shot will be a normal part of his process. Mm-hmm. What do, you, do you think it will? No, I don't. I don't. I, I mean, think- three years from now. You and I are having this conversation. They could have won a championship for all the hell I know. Ben Simmons gets the ball 14 feet from the basket and nobody's guarding him. What does he do? Passes. Pass. Yeah. Looks to pass. Um, so what do you do if you... I, I thought Howard's question was actually pretty good. What do you do if you're the coach? What do you do if you're the organization? Well, and this leads to the question. I know you were big on you can't trade the talent of Ben Simmons. But if you, you better ha- make sure you're right, you, you, you put it this way, you better make sure because every time a Ben Simmons gets traded, equal value never comes back ever, ever. Not with this organization. Not least. with any, t- t- name me a player that's gotten traded. Who's big time. Who's a big time player, like a Barkley, the four players you get back, they, they never pan out because Barkley's the guy when Wilk got traded. Now you would have to find a trade that would somehow be equal for equal. Oh, I, although, I, let me give you, let me give you a deal that I think actually worked out for a team who made the trade. Mm-hmm. Paul George for Oladipo and, and a couple of the guys that they got. They were forced into that. They were forced into that. That wasn't. Yeah. And Oladipo isn't playing cause he's hurt. Right. But, but, but who is the much, the best player in the trade? Paul still, George. Paul George. Yeah. Right. Oladipo is good. He, he, he can be really good sometimes, but Paul George is on another level. Paul George is one of the, you know, I think Paul top jo- I think 10 Paul players in the league. Oladipo, correct? Uh, I don't know. It's like that, one of those. I think was, it was Oladipo on the Clippers? No, Paul George was Paul oh, George from Oklahoma was, City, City to, yeah. Um, yeah it might have been a three way deal or something like that for Cavs reasons. If you trade Ben Simmons and you're getting even somebody that might help you in the short run. Whatever. Yeah, the question is, though, Ben's going to play another 10 years. He's going to be an all-star eight times. He might play, win a championship. Who, who the hell knows what he does? And you're going to be sitting there, and your guy three years from now may, might be out of the league or might whatever. It's just it's, it's like saying trade Embiid. You know, if God forbid Embiid wasn't working out for whatever the reasons were. Um, you know, even trading Jimmy Butler. And, and, and I'm, they didn't. But you trade Jimmy Butler, you don't get back Jimmy Butler. No. You get back Josh Richardson. Yeah. <laughs> and and this is but the 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 problem is I see it with the Sixers. And this can be fixed. I mean, it's it's you know, we're hit, we're not even halfway through the season, but their offense just it's hard to function in a half court offense when one guy, the guy who has the ball in his hands never shoots. But it's not just doesn't even look to shoot. No. It's not, and it's not that he's a bad shooter. You know, Jason Kidd was a bad shooter. Right. But he shot. Mm-hmm. Um, Magic, when he came into the league, wasn't a good shooter. But he, he shot. learned. Right. Michael Jordan wasn't a, a really good shooter when uh-huh. he came into the league. But Ben, I, someday somebody's going to do the story. Some Someday he's going to open up to somebody. About why he unless doesn't he doesn't think it's a problem. Now, there could be that too. But at some level, Kevin, if he played when he was 8 years old, 10 years old, 12 years old, 15, 
Didn't he shoot the ball at some point in his life? Didn't he? I, I, I mean, at LSU, did he? Did he? Sh- no, he it wasn't like this, LSU. right? No, it was like this at LSU. He, so he never shot. He never shot like a 14, 15 footer. I don't remember seeing him shoot threes at LSU. Didn't say threes. I, I'm just talking about a 10 foot banker. I'm talking about a. I mean, he gets the ball. Like, I, I saw the one game, they pass him the ball. He was like at the foul line, extended maybe a little bit. Right. And his head immediately turned. And look, that's the way the NBA is played now. I get it. If Ben Simmons drives the lane, the play is the pass out to the three-point guy. The problem is the Sixers don't have three-point shooters. Ben Simmons at LSU. <coughs> right. Um, now, remember, the college three-point line is what? Three yeah. feet yeah. shorter. Um, 33 games. Mm-hmm. Uh, averaged 11 field goals per game. Mm-hmm. Six for ele- 6.5 to 11.7. Um took uh hold on here no that can't be right one for three on three pointers okay and again i understand 67 percent foul shooter by the way right but i don't care about the threes no. the threes should become a natural went, part of his game he like, went he went to the foul line almost 300 times in 30 games so that's i, I think part of the problem 10 times is, a game part of the problem in hit with him is everybody's talking three, 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 oh, three, I three. I agree. And I understand why they do that. Because that's... All right. He had 383 two-point shots. So he mm-hmm. three, he took 386 total shots. In the whole season. In the whole season. So he took Out 10 shots a game? game? Yeah. Okay. I, okay. That's about right. Um, I just want him to, like I said, take the open 15-footer. Take you know, take the 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 twelve foot back. Um, what do they call that when you kind of stop and go back, pull up? Uh, uh, there's a name for it because uh, yeah, Kawhi does it like everybody does it now. I mean, it's it's the it's the big play. Um, I just that's what I don't get. I just, I just and 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 it's got to be something in his makeup that and I think Ben touched or not Ben Joel and touched on this year and he said something about nobody wants to be. In their non-comfort zone, mm-hmm. and that's it. But Ben doesn't even want to go to like. No. When you think a guy who's six ten, six eleven, and can get to the rim, you should be shooting ten free throws a game, twelve sure. free throws a game. Okay, you don't want to shoot. Fine, don't shoot. Go to get you go know, to the basket. He doesn't even want to do, do that because he doesn't want to shoot free throws. And I don't know if it's because he thinks that's embarrassing. Uh then there's a bigger I mean, problem. He's taken two threes and made them both. Yeah. Uh, and he sent all those videos out in the summer from wherever the hell he was, telling you how he was making. Uh, I, um. All right. So Sixers, obviously, we'll talk Eagle. Oh, I'm sure as we get closer, Flyers, Flyers. Yeah. Well, maybe we'll, they stink. Right, they stink on the road. Here, like, here's the here's the and question. Your, and your your franchise goalie now might not be his fault. I'm not saying it's just giving up a lot in the first period. Well, yeah, they've given up like like four goals in like four of the last five games in the first period. In the first period, and he's your franchise. I know he's 21 years old or whatever the heck he is. But my, I mean, can you imagine? Seriously, let's say the Flyers don't make the playoffs this year. That's a big disappointment. I think I would think because Vigneault always makes the playoffs this yeah. first year, and I'm not saying that they got to go three round. You know, they got whatever, but. Man, that would be like, it, it, and and even if they get to the playoffs and lose like in four or five games, like they usually do, yeah, that's not good either. No, it isn't. 
and and I'm starting to see, and, and there's still a long way to go. So I don't, I'm not the fly, you know, I can't get all. But and, and Eddie Barkwitz told me, he said, you know, this road trip's going to be rough. And then he said the games after the road trip aren't well, they, they get they the get caps Washington on Wednesday, on Wednesday right? Night. Um, so I don't know, but I mean, and nobody's paid attention to him yet. Well, that's the thing. The Sixers and the Flyers. I mean, the Sixers are less not anymore. Have flown under the radar here, and now kind of everything is laid open for people. Because the attention's going to turn quickly, though, and, and it should. I and, mean, that's, and yeah, with less that we are even more so to Sixers. By the right? end of the week, we were one month away from pitchers and catchers reporting the clear. Yeah, yeah, but I think people are starting also to look at the Phillies roster and yeah, look. But you don't have the Harper thing this year. You know, no, I mean, but I mean, people yeah. are starting to go. Boy, you're still short on starting pitching. Yeah, yeah. but the Sixers are going to be. I mean, look, they beat the Bucks. On, I mean, I think the other day I looked. Tell me, I I could be wrong. They were like the sixth seed. Yeah. Now I know. I, I know they're they're probably going to be the third seed or the two seed. Yeah, I, I I get, but you're sitting there going, really? You're you're like the sixth seed with this team, and I just have this this warped sense in my mind. Once again, the Phillies we were all hyped up, Eagles we were all hyped up. Now the Eagles had injuries. My, so. Mike, Mike, I I've been sounding this alarm on the basketball team for a month. I I, I think there's something here that's just not going to work. You mean a chemistry thing? Yeah. You could be right. I, I think there's a chemistry thing. I think a little bit of a coaching thing. I'm not blaming could, the no, coach. No, no, well, the coach has, look. But the coach, coach has issues, and the coach has been here a long time. So it's fair to wonder, okay. When, when he comes out and says what he said in that <clears throat> thing that you played, this is what I don't understand. You're Brett Brown. You've been here five, six years, whatever it is. Okay, you've had Ben for four, even though he didn't play the one. Can't you say Ben? Come here. We're going. We're going to go to lunch or something. We're going to go. Nobody's going to know we did this, but we're going. Can't you sit there? And I'm sure he has. Ben on a road trip somewhere. We we need you. We really need you, and you should need you because you want to become an elite Ben. Oh, we've talked about. You know, the big thing we've heard is he's known Ben since he was a baby. But why does he always say this to us? It always seems like he's saying it to us, so that what Ben will hear it. Or we'll go to Ben and say, this is what Coach said. And, and, by, and by the way, if, if he's doing it that way, going through the media to get a message to the player, you are writing your check to unemployment. Well, I mean. You and, are. I mean, and, and, and your other leader has his issues. And I think, look, I think Joe and Ben are. I've roster said, construction issues. And I said this when they, when they made, I, and I understand, if Jimmy didn't want to come, I get it. But the way that they've constructed this team, they told you what they wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And then working. they didn't do it. Not working. It's it, but because they're not, you got to be committed to playing that way. You have to say we're going to play games in the nineties. This is how we're going to play basketball. And we're going to we're going to get in the mud with you, and you're not going. And as soon as the games, and they will tell you that they are built for the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. Guess what? You can't flip it on like a switch. You may think you can. You may look at your roster and think you can. Well, here's here's but another you can't. here's another scary thing. If you look at it this way, the record on the road against I think teams with winning records is like one in nine. Something like that. It's it's not good. Well, in the playoffs, I think you're coming around to my way of thinking. You, no, I'm just saying you're going to play teams with winning records. Mm-hmm. Now you might finish third. You might get more home games. I mentioned this a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> I got yelled at. Well, because it, I still don't. I'm still not like gloom and doom. I think there's there's way too much season to go, and it may click. But I'm just. I don't think it's at the beginning the, of the season. I really thought, but this road them, trip has them in, Well, I thought it was them in Milwaukee, uh-huh. and. Could they lose to the ball? I I was a little worried about the Boston's because 
I, I'm always worried about the Boston's. But now Miami looks like they're decent. Um, Indiana's not Indiana's bad. Not if bad. Oladipo um, comes back. Team. Toronto. Toronto ain't like horrible. No. He's doing a fairly good job. And it just, what really bothered me was they beat the Bucks, And then you lose to Orlando and, and, and you lose. But it was the way they, it wasn't yeah. just that they lost. I said that. And the game in Miami was okay. That was, you know, one point H- game. The Houston game, you know, uh, Harden, Harden goes too. nuts. But the, but the Orlando games are, to me, the biggest issue that you could focus on with them because that shows lack of discipline, lack mm-hmm. of focus, lack of I still lack think of coaching, being able you, to you, control. When you look at their team, here's your two best players are 24, 25. I don't, their age, basically, sort of. Um, they're immature. They are. It, 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 and, I mean, but you, they're just that. That, but Mike, I think everybody thought last year with the way they lost to Toronto. Well, they'll learn their lesson. Like they'll I grow the up. Same team. And it's, no, but I'm saying your two stars would have grown up. But if you bought the team back, if, if you had had the they wear, have it. and I don't think they could. No, no. But, but I'm saying they haven't grown up. If you had had the wherewithal though to bring, because I think Jimmy had, even though I know Ben and Jimmy were not right, but and Jimmy wasn't, you know, he wasn't Michael Jordan, but. He had an impact on that team. He bought a certain amount of, um, I hate to use the word maturity, because that's, that's a, but he bought a certain Gravitas. amount Gravitas. Veteran, whatever, presence, I don't know. I don't know that Tobias brings that. I, I don't know if Josh Richardson brings that. When you had JJ. I don't think Al Horford's been around here long enough to bring it. The problem with Al Horford is it's very simple. First of all, he's getting older. They never factored in how was he going to play with Embiid. Mm-hmm. And they still haven't. And maybe they will, but that doesn't look. And now you're looking at like two years from now, giving Al Horford like lots of money. And I think they miss JJ, even though JJ couldn't play defense against you or yeah. me. But I think they miss not only what he gave them the 17 points a game from from three, but just him being there, a guy who had been in the league 10 years, you know, or whatever. Um, so, so you don't think they're going to? So, so you don't think they're they're going to figure this out? You think they're going to be like a four or five seed in the East and go nowhere? Yeah, that's kind of what I'm th- I'm leaning towards. I could be wrong, but I just yeah. I just there's not a good vibe coming. But you from certainly it. don't see him being the bo- beating the box. I mean, no. I, yeah, I, and I don't see him getting to the East final. Well, then the coach will be gone. I mean, you know that. Yeah. that I mean, and then like I said, who's next? And and what does he do with? The two the two guys are still there. Yeah. They ain't going anywhere. Um, it'd be like be replacing Jason Garrett. So this <laughs> so this is yeah right. Has Jason left hey, the building before, yet? Before before we go, what is up with Jason Garrett? He won't accept the fact that they were letting him go. He no kept, wait wait let me tell paying. you. Are you serious? I know. So the Daily News comes. Like, why would why would you want it? Why would you want to stay? Because he wants to be the coach of the Cowboys. Okay, I want to be. I want to be Santa Claus. It's not yeah, happening. But, but obviously, he thinks that if he came back, he could get this team somewhere. back to nine and seven. Yes, well, I mean, he, he did win thirteen games a couple times. Um, I'm just saying. I, I mean, you know. Okay, but, but who gets who gets fired and, and refuses to leave? I, I've never heard that before. And how does <laughs> Jerry makes you think he's pathetic? How, how does Jerry not call security? Come on, because he loves the guy. I mean, he, no, but I'm just saying they have a they have a they have a relationship. Okay, it, but at a certain point, Jerry's Jerry probably sitting there going, "Please, Jason, please, Jason, Jason, come on, give me the keys. Give me the key. Come on, you can't use the men's room anymore. No, come on." Um, I, I, I felt sad. So, 
I felt sorry for him. I really did. So what? So what should we talk about on Thursday when we? Or I'm sorry, Friday when we get back together. Because get back together Friday. Yeah, because Thursday we have a meeting. No, Tuesday we have the meeting. It's tomorrow night. Okay, then we're doing it on Thursday. That's fine. Whatever. It's Are you and I driving over together? We can certainly do that. And 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 I won't say that. I'm not going. I'm not going to say what I was going to say. <laughs> nah, because that that nah that would, nah. Nah. Oh, by the way, give a give a plug for the sports writers because it's only two weeks away from today. Yeah. As a matter of fact, phillysportswriters.com. Uh, we mentioned it on the last show. What's it like our hundred and fifteenth? It's something. We are the oldest continuous dinner of this kind in the country. I know that for a fact. I think it's like one fifteen. Might be like actually like one seventeen. Phillysportswriters.com. It's ninety five dollars a ticket. And uh, there's some pretty good people in the day. Yeah, right? Jay Wright will be there. Uh Rio Molto. Real Mudo, player uh, of the year, player of the year. Girardi, Joe Girardi will be there. Yeah, uh, Angel- Craig Berube, yeah, accepting team of the year for the Blues. Angelo Cataldi will be Which there. I think, yeah. I mean, um, go for Angelo. Oh, your friend Wayne Fish. Wayne Fish is getting uh, the uh, 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 the uh, Hockman Stan Hockman Award. Yes. Uh, Did I leave somebody out though? Wasn't there somebody else that was pretty good? I'm thinking that was on the dais. Um, uh, hold on, guys. Uh, Real Mudo, right? Connor Barwin. Uh, represented by Connor Barwin. Yeah, that's a great one. Joe Girardi's going to attend. Joe Conklin will be there. Joe Conklin's there for you know j- just the ultimate laughs. So yes, and and people, if you've never been the one, it is a good time. I'm it not going to say it's the greatest dinner in the world because it's chicken. Because that's why we keep the ticket prices down to ninety five. You get a drink. You get the, you, you, There's a good chance you get to meet some of these guys. Yeah. Uh, and and then we have the most courageous award, which actually I know who the most courageous is this year. I can't tell Kevin. Um, but I'll tell them off the air. Um, but it'll be a good one. I mean, I promise you that. And that's always the high. That's kind of what sets us apart. We do that. We turn the lights down. It's the last award of the night. And uh, it's usually pretty um, touching. It is. Um, we've had some really good ones. We've had some really good ones. And, and my personal favorite was when I was the president, the second, the the first responders and the all the people from New York that went yep. into the towers on 9-11 uh, trying to save people. We and actually it was the Boston Marathon. That's right. Uh, right. Was the most that. courageous. We honored our our the late Bill Lyon. Um, well, now he was obviously there uh, two three years ago. Yeah. Most courageous for documenting his battle with uh, with Alzheimer's. Yeah, um, back in the day, Ben Hogan. Which, if yeah. people don't know who Ben Hogan was, last year, by the way, we should point out Brian Prop. Brian Prop who courageous. came back from a stroke. Stroke. Right. Right. Um, so, so it's usually something pretty good, and, so, and sometimes you'll know the person. Sometimes you might not know the person. But, but the story is usually yes, uh, top notch. So it's uh, a good night, and we and we try to get it over in about two hours. We, we try. do our best. We uh, try. But we keep starting earlier, so we usually add her by like nine thirty, quarter of ten. So that is two weeks from Monday night, Cherry Hill Crown Plaza. Cherry Hill what's Crown. the uh, the address again? Uh, phillysportswriters.com. You can buy tickets there, or you know what? Email Kevin or email me for whatever. Text us or tweet us. I guess they can reach us on Twitter, right? Twitter, yeah. Don't, um, don't email me. Yeah, okay. Twitter me. Twitter uh, unless, unless you want to sponsor the show. Then email then me all you, you want. Can email you all you want. Um, all right, so we'll be back on Thursday. Let's talk college hoops on Thursday. What do you think? How about Jackie Shore? What about that? Get Jackie on? Get Jackie on, or we could get the guy who we did the story on Jackie. Like Jensen could do that too, but we I'm I'm just saying at some point we should have Jackie. We should have Jackie. And so we can always get Mike. I mean Mike yeah, Joe Giuliano at some point. Um you know, we'll cover all the we'll cover all the bases. Well, so we'll either do college hoops or maybe we'll, maybe it's a good flyer show. 
maybe we can reach out to somebody, one of our guys. Mr. Martinez. Well, I'll tell you what, this is going to be a really interesting Eagles offseason. I mean, they all are. All, all yeah. offseasons are good. Because the Eagles, I think, are in a little bit of a precarious position. Mm-hmm. They're if old. You, well, that, well, that, and they need to fill a lot of holes. And if you want to be, let me ask you, because I, I know what your answer is going to be. My answer might be pretty much the same. Do you think they're a Super Bowl contender next year? No. Are they a playoff contender? Yeah. Okay, so so you were on kind of the same page. I I, I think two years from now, do you think they? Oh, well, it depends be, on what they do in the draft and, and right. But do you have confidence in whatever's in place? Do I have confidence in how he draft Rose? that they can fill spots? They can. I think, manage your salary cap. Look, look, I think the ultimate lesson of this year is the head coach can coach. You have a franchise quarterback, but you really have to surround the other with younger. Better talent. And Look at what happened with the Patriots. Now yeah. I know Tom Brady's forty-two. Yeah, we didn't. But if get Tom Brady that. had, the, if he had Gronk, if he had another good wide receiver, mm-hmm. if he had a little bit of a running game, I think the Patriots would have won that game. I don't think they would have beat Kansas City. I don't think they were going. I don't even think if they had hosted the game and Kansas City came Kansas there, City I think Kansas City would beat them. But if you can be whoever you want to be, if you don't have. The pieces in place around you. That's what makes Dallas so frustrating. I mean, they gave Ezekiel all, like, they had the team, and they still stunk. Um, I, I think when you look at it, when you look at when you look at the New England scenario, that's just they won picking, at, picking, but picking at the bottom of the draft. Uh, Apparently, they had a bad draft in 17. So yeah. Was writing about that. Uh, picking at the bottom of the draft. The Gronk leaving really hurts. It know. did. And, but they had Edelman. Edelman is and a slot guy. And and the quarterback they, quarterback's 42 years old. Quarterback wasn't, was not that good this year. He's going to play next year. Not sure where. Oakland or L.A.? Or, I'm sorry, uh, Vegas or L.A.? No, I got a better one for you. Indy. Um, Indy's a good team. Got a good coach. Yeah, I and know. And they don't think... Uh, I think... I think, I think he has a house in L.A., so I think he wants to be within... Uh, I think he wants to go somewhere where he can... Where he has a chance, he wants to have a chance to do something. I think something. he can look at the Raiders and think he may have a shot. Yeah, I'm not as sold on the Raiders as you are, but that's yeah. L.A. You meant the Chargers, yeah. Okay. Chargers will I'll, be a cash grab. I'll give you. I'll, well, the Chargers aren't a horrible team. I mean, you know, they uh, have better weapons than the Patriots yeah. do right now. Well, a lot of teams do. I mean, um, think about this though. If this is the end of the Patriots, who knows? And if Belichick had gotten to do what he wanted to do, a couple of years Garoppolo. Yeah, okay. 20 years, Brady and Belichick. Nine trips to the Super Bowl. That means almost every other year they were in the Super Bowl. How about a decade? We go, we go every 15 years or 20 years. How about years. a decade straight of making the divisional round? That's true. Six Super Bowl wins in 20 years. That's one every three years. Yeah. Not quite, but think about that. I mean, also think about the fact they had like an eight-year gap. Yes, they did. And it, it, and I know, look, I know the AFC stunk, although the Jets did make two AFC championship games with mm-hmm. Rex. But I don't care. that What they did to win last year, to beat Kansas City in Kansas City, when, by huge. the way, the quarterback played pretty well because yeah, the defense stunk. Now, in the Super Bowl, it was the defense that won the game because – you know, the quarterback didn't do a whole lot, but when he had to hit Gronk on that 30-yard yep. pass. <laughs> but we will never, I'm sorry, Kevin, we'll, we'll we will never, never see, see 
something like this again. No. We might see a guy win five or six Super Bowls. But I don't think what they did and the way they did it, plugging in players, doing this, doing that, you know, and all, all the coordinators that went other places and couldn't win. Right. Yeah. Um, and I know people hate them. Yeah. I, 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 I get it. But boy, don't we... Won't, would you take Carson? I mean, we're sitting here saying, hey, could Carson wins win one or two? Yeah. They got six. I know. Um, actually, there was a great Belichick quote the other night of some boss that, by the way, you had to be a news <laughs> reporter. Like, oh, what can you say to the fans who are stuck through your I thick and thin? And, and Belichick goes, there hasn't been too much <laughs> thin around. <Yeah. laughs> is, like, he, is he wrong? No, he's not. No, he's I not. mean, you know, and uh, you could see that coming Saturday. I mean, I know, I know it took the... The Titans and the, I mean, you, you could you could, you could see, see it, it they, coming, and that's why I just didn't see them beating KC, regardless of where the right. game was played. Um, because I just had trouble seeing the fact that I thought the Titans going Titans in there have played really well. Ryan Tannehill knocking out Brady. Ryan Tannehill has played great the second half of the season. I mean, you can't sometimes go on what the guy is. Right. You know, I um, get it. I get it. Uh, by the way, uh, two things. I mean, the Minnesota guy outplayed Breeze. He did. That might be the end of Drew Brees, by the way. You could be right. I tend to think they might have another year of being pretty good. You know, what that means, I, I don't know. That's awful. That's going to be awful. Because they to lost come at back home. You, you lose on the road, you can say, okay. You know, you went on the road, you lost mm-hmm. a playoff game. They lost at home, favored by a touchdown. Yeah. yeah. And it wasn't anything fluky. No. The other thing. Um, is your hand okay? Yeah, Tim- my hand's fine. Just don't tell me a team that wins 11 games, you know. People think when that happens. No, I don't mean anything by it. I, I'd love to be like this. It's, 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 and then we go, our, but I'm, I'm just telling you, I still don't I'm, understand how a team can win 11, lose a division by a foot, which would have given them 12, and you're trying to tell me that they're not I'm a good not team. starting this again. <laughs> hey. Thanks for I got to look in the dictionary to see the definition of good. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you on Thursday. Yep. We're going to be...